What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I am Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast about two somethings talking about Nintendos and video games and such and such things like that. Matt, how are you doing on this beautiful Sunday? Um, I don't know if you've looked out... Oh, actually, it is okay. I was gonna say, I don't know if you look out the window today, but it's not beautiful, but it's like... Okay. It's actually pretty nice. It's a mediocre okay day today. I walked out the center of town today, and it was actually like kind of nice. I was just out in this, like, you know, a, a hoodie and some pants, yeah, and it's I was like... like it's not cold. 50 degrees today-ish, but, like, compared to what it's been p- lately, it's it's kind of warm. Yeah. So it's good. It's yeah. all good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah? You're not going to ask me how I am? Okay, let's not. So the thing... How are you, Mike? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. So... Who? <laughs> 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 all right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to. I had to. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Matt, what have you been playing this week? I've played a whole lot of video games. Again, you really have? I think you played a lot more video games than I did. The majority of which were not Nintendo games. Yes. Well, but, you ta- give us a quick quick sample of so, what you have been playing. Um, the Spider-Man, D- the first Spider-Man DLC pack came out today. Gotcha. Not today. I'm sorry. Last Tuesday. Yes. I can't remember how much the full pack was, but it was like either $35 or $25. For like a season for pass? the three episodes. Okay. And now, before the DLC, no one knew that they were distinctly connected, but... It came out like day one that DLC pack one ends literally with the words to be continued on the screen. Oh. And so they are all one long story. Just broken into three parts. Broken up into three parts. And the thing that bums people out Mm -hmm. is that this DLC, if you wrap everything in, the quickest time someone can get through everything, all of the content in this first DLC pack is three hours. Three hours? Three hours. For essentially $10 of your $35 pass. Correct. Jeez. Now, I mean, my thing is like, because, I mean, The Witcher 3 is the holy shrine of DLC. Oh my gosh, that game. It it just is. You, you pay $20 no, for I a know. full game twice. Yep. So... And I'm like, all right, so I more because uh, I can't remember how much it is because you can buy them all individually, also. Oh, like individual packs. Right. Uh, let me look this up because I gotta, I gotta know. Yeah. Spider-Man: Save the Never Sleeps full DLC pack is twenty four ninety nine. So for three episodes, the first of which was three hours, I paid twenty five dollars. So it's essentially eight dollars for that first pack, which right. was three hours. Which is three hours, which. Is not the worst thing in the world. I mean, that's you said that's the fastest it could be done. That's, that's not the, the fastest. average time. I think I've spent about probably around three hours doing it, and I haven't touched a lot of the side stuff yet. Okay. But that's just because I've been swinging around. I've been do like messing around in the main missions and stuff. Yeah. And I like I was trying to space it out. I just beat it this morning. Okay. I was trying, because I was just trying to take my time with it, because I haven't announced anything for the next one yet. Oh. And I'm like, I don't want to be stuck, like, waiting for the next one. So I tried to mm-hmm. space it out. I did, like, two or three missions a night, and then I'm like, all right. When I finished it, the story was enjoyable. It, it obviously wasn't the, the game. It wasn't yeah. the full game. It felt like the first part. Of something? Of, of something. I was explaining to my friend earlier today, who hasn't gotten it yet, and he's thinking about getting it. And I was like, you know, it feels like if if this game was a Netflix television, it was a Netflix show, like an hour long Netflix show. Yeah. This was one hour long episode, and okay. now I'm just waiting for the next episode. Okay. And it's not like it. It's not bad. I don't want to say it's bad. It's still fun. It's still good. It's still more Spider Man. But it was it's just, less than what you were expecting. It's not what I was expecting. Yeah, it was less than yeah. what I was expecting. That's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, I, I, it's not like though. It's not like you didn't get your your money's worth for the full game. Right. Exactly. But that does that does surprise me. Even just like you know, saying like pulling like a. 
like not like an Assassin's Creed sort of thing, but just like you know, putting a bunch of just like rando quests in there just to kind of pad it out. Right. Uh, you haven't one hundred percent of the game, right? Or have not you? yet. But like that's good for you. I think doing it like this is the way to do it because. You know, you could jump between main missions and main, like, base game side missions. Right. Along while doing the side missions for the DLC. Exactly. And, and that's, well, actually, so the way it works is, um, you have to go into the menu and switch campaigns. Oh. So there's, um, there's main story, and then there's, the first DLC was called The Heights, or The Heist. The second one's called, uh, Turf Roars, and the third one's called Silver Linings, and now they're all there, grayed out. Okay. But, uh, you have to switch which campaign you want, and so the missions for the main... Everything in the game will disappear. So it's everything for the side mission will appear. So the DLC doesn't overlap the base game, right? And I get why they did that because there's a lot of stuff in in the base game. And if you put because there's also a good amount of stuff in the DLC, if you put it all like over each other, the map would just like hurt your brain. So it would look like it it would look awful. Yeah. So I understand (laughs) why they did it the way they did it. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Um. The other games that I've been playing was, um, played a little bit of Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot. I just, like, smacked a dude with yeah. a sword. And, um, another fighting game came out this week, which I was excited for. Yeah. Which was the My Hero Academia fighting game, because I'm an anime weeb, and I really like it. What's, what's the... I mean, I'm like, yeah, that's, that, that, it is an anime fighting game. That's it's, what it is. Yeah. It's and, goofy um, and stupid, and I'm like, yeah. La- I think it was last week we were talking about, uh, Soul Calibur Six. And we were talking about the spectrum of crazy, complicated fighting games and then the Smash kind of fighting game. This is the Smash kind of fighting game. And I really like that about this game. Yeah. And if you take the time to learn the manual... Because there's two ver- two ways to play the game. There's a normal and there's a manual. If you take the time to learn the manual way, there is a lot of fun to be had with learning the best kind of combos with the characters. Or you can just stick it to manual, mash the square button. You mean automatic? Or normal. I'm sorry. Normal, normal is the automatic. And match the square button, and it will just do whatever you want it to do. Yeah, I played, I think, two matches of this game last night with uh, with our friends, and I was just kind of like, yeah, this isn't, like, this is fine, it's fun and stupid, and I'm like, okay, I think I think if you appreciate the source material, you'd enjoy it a lot if more. You, yeah, if you appreciate the source material, you'd enjoy it a lot more, but I mean, also, I've just, like, I've seen a lot of critical reviews saying, mm, whatever, but then I've seen a lot of fighting game community reviews where people are like, this game is great. Yeah, I think it's like, I mean, it's, yeah, think about it this way. It's an anime fighting game. Yes. But is. it's probably the best of the anime fighting games recently. It's like better than, from what I understand, it's better than like the Naruto games. It's oh, better the Naruto than, games are trash. Yeah, it's better than like, from what I imagine, most of the Dragon Ball Z games. The ones recently apparently have been no, very good. No, the Dragon Ball Z games are really good. Yeah, but they weren't always. No, they weren't always. They weren't always Lately, good. they've been really good. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, like this game is, is not a bad game. Because yeah. I was expecting a mediocre game. Just to have fun with the my hero characters that I love. Yeah. But there, there is more to it than that. And, like, it is enjoyable to just play a couple rounds. Yeah. And the if you know the source material, the characters play exactly the way you would expect them to play. The um, the stages are very are very to it. They're very sticking, honestly and truly. To and the source just, material? To the source material. It just, it just feels good to play, also. Like, the controls are they're tight. Okay. Yeah. I only played, like, two rounds, so I can't really I speak mean, to it. I, I just played I, the bird man. Right. There's, um, there's one character who, who's a bird, 
and he has a bird shadow thing that beats the crap out of things. Yeah, it was really funny because poor Tim couldn't get past the bird. <laughs> He's like, I there's, can't beat the bird. There's there's a couple of characters where it's like, wow, that's grossly imbalanced. But also, the game came out last Friday. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like a Kid Cobra situation. Remember, like no one could hit Kid Cobra yeah. in arms at first. I'm like this is the worst. And they're like, no, you just you just have to be smart with. I just punches. I hope it's a, the kind of game where Bandai Namco is like, yeah, we can give balancing patches. Yeah. Uh, so the other game that Matt was, that did play this week that I want to talk about because it is a Nintendo game. Yeah. Well, it's a Nintendo Switch game. It is a Nintendo Switch game. Well, so is My Hero. You can get My Hero on the Switch. Oh, I didn't know that. But I wouldn't recommend it because oh, yeah? on every other thing, it's 1080p at 60 frames per second, but on Switch it's 720 and it is a fluctuating 30 frames per second. Okay. So it's like kind of bad on the Switch. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about, let's talk about Zarvot, Matt. Okay. So Zarvot, I bought... It is a twenty dollar game, okay. but I used uh, my gold points ah, and nice. I got it for like ten bucks, Sweet. which is I I do like the game. Before I start this, I do like the game, but I think ten dollars is a better price for this game than twenty dollars. Fair because so the story mode is very, if you've seen trailers for this game, it was in one of the Nindy showcases a while yes, ago. Yes, it was. It's um a game about cubes is the way they're marketing it, and the story of the game is about these two cubes who are trying to find a present for their friend for his birthday. But then you find out that the red cube who you're trying to find a present for is, like, depressed as shit. Okay. I'm christening a lot of this episode. Yeah, you are. Um, and so you have to find a way to make your friend happy. And, like, you just go through this campaign story mission of uh, the blue cube and the yellow cube trying to find a way to make the red cube happy. That's so strange, because when we play multiplayer, I didn't get that vibe. No, it's like, <laughs> playing the game, you wouldn't get that vibe, but that's, what this, and it's very cute. Yeah. It's a cute story, and it's so weird. Like, someone just went into whatever, like, engine this game is made out of, grabbed a bunch of, like, random, like, pre-generated items, and placed them in the game, and like, I'm gonna make a game out of this. Like, one of the levels is about you going to find a banana, because you think it'll make your friend happy. Okay. And when you get to the banana, it's just a giant fucking banana. <laughs> Like, no joke, it's just a massive banana, and then the banana turns evil and starts shooting at you. Okay, okay. It's so, like, it's so weird and zany, but the controls, for the most part, feel good. When you kill an enemy in the story mode, yeah. there's this one thing that happens where um, an enemy will freeze. Yeah. Or, not the, not the enemy, the screen will just, like, freeze frame for a second, or, like, go into slow motion for a little bit while okay. the enemy blows up. Just, oh, yeah, like, it does like, multiplayer when someone Almost dies. as, like, a cool effect. Yeah. But when there's 40 enemies on the screen at once, because that happens in the single player... Oh, goodness. It's kind of annoying, because you're constantly killing, so it's like... Ah, ah. Like, it almost feels like the frame rate is screwing up, but that's just the way the game shows you you killed an enemy. Okay. And it, that is, like, annoying. But not annoying enough to make the game bad. Okay. It's still cool. fun to play. There's, like, weird typos in the, like, the game. Oh, really? Although, the way they play them off, I think it's intentional. Okay. But it's still a little weird that it does it. Yeah, it does seem odd for a game that you paid money for. Like, the game is, like, it tries very hard to be charming. Okay. And I feel like it is charming, but they almost tried too hard. Or, the one, it's made by one person, which, it's a 3D indie game. Which I think is very impressive because one person made it all by himself. Yeah, and it's it's a full 3D game. Right, exactly. It's a full 3D game, and it works very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the single player. It's pretty good. It's short. I'm ar- I played it for like three hours the other day, and I'm already like halfway through it. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's a short thing you could do really quickly. It's just yeah. a cute story. But I don't think the story mode is the reason you buy this game, right? I don't really think the story mode is the reason you buy this game either. There are things that you unlock for the multiplayer and arcade modes in story mode, but the 
arcade mode and the multiplayer are where some of the most fun can be had. Yeah, so that's what we did. So, um, to just give you like an overview of like how the how the methodology of like the characters. So, like Matt said, you're like a little cube, and you're a cube of a certain color, and it's like you can run around with the control stick, you can jump and then do a double jump, you can do like three dashes in a row, which are like you know just like a quick dash across the screen. You can tap a laser button to shoot little lasers, and then you can hold it. And you'll slow yourself down to make a stronger laser. When you let go, you shoot like a big laser beam across the screen. And then you have a melee attack, which you just put little spikes and you spin around yourself. And you can hold that to make like a like a like a don't cross this ring thing. And if someone tries to cross the ring, they take damage. But Matt, tell us about these multiplayer modes. So we played three of the multiplayer modes, and there's six, right? Were there six boxes? Yeah, I think there's six. Uh, we played Elimination, which is just the last cube standing is the winner. Yeah. We played Deathmatch, which um, the first person to this amount of kills is the winner. Yep. And then we played something called Vox Control. Oh, and this and was the best all, one. we all looked at it like, what's Vox Control? And then you get into the match and it says, whoever gets 30 pieces of sushi wins the game. And I have to tell you, it's the best sushi-themed ga- game that's come out all year. Yeah, there are, I can, you know, I don't even think there was any, like, true sushi-related, <laughs> sushi-themed games that came out on Switch this year. But, like, wow, if, if there was another one, and even, you know what, maybe even if it came out, like, on a 3DS product, I think this would be the best one. I think this would be the best one, too. So, like, the idea of it is, like, you're playing on the same maps, which are, like, you know, slightly destructible maps, and you can kill one another, it's just, if there you are, die... There are a lot of maps, though. Yeah. We didn't even unlock them all. Oh, yeah, there's, like, God, there's, like, there's 24 maps. around 20-something maps. So it's, like, you go onto a level, and just, like, randomly during the game, like, a piece of sushi will fall, like, somewhere near the center. And if you run into it, you get that piece of sushi, and it trails behind you. And the more sushi you get, obviously, the longer your trail is. And people can't, like, touch that sushi, but if you die, your sushi flies all over the map. And then anyone can pick up the sushi that you leave behind. And it's just, like, it becomes really funny, because, like, everyone's yelling at each other, and accidentally killing one another, because, like, Matt has 19 pieces of sushi, everyone kill Matt, but then, you know, I'm shooting at Matt, and I miss, and I hit Sarah, and Sarah dies, and then her five pieces of sushi fly across. She's now angry at me, because I just picked up her five pieces of sushi, but we're still trying to kill Matt, because he now has 22 pieces of sushi. And it's just so silly and goofy, but I will say this, I think you have to play it on certain levels. You so we played it. Uh, we played it twice. Yes. We played it once on a map that had barriers around, and then we played it once on a map that didn't have any barriers and was and, really small. And was small and had this rotating cube in the middle that we clear off sushi. Yeah, we like put it just like just like a you know a big like log in the middle that just spins in a circle and pushes things off. And it would push the sushi off the edge. Yeah. So it was really like the first one we finished in maybe five ten minutes. I'd say the ten. Game. And it was funny. We're like, wow, that was cool. Let's do it again. And we did it a second time. And we played for about 30 minutes and didn't have a winner. Yeah. And it was like near the end, like the last like five to seven minutes where like someone just like, nobody's playing. (laughs) One person standing in the center, picking up pieces of sushi, and then someone shoots them. (laughs) So if you play that mode, because I would highly recommend it because it was a ton of fun. It was a lot of fun. Make sure you choose which stages you do. Don't, don't just click the automatic stage selection. Yeah. Because it, it's going to screw you over. Yeah, it's going to be rough. But it was a lot of fun. Especially with four people, which yes, is what we did. Especially with four people. Um, played a little bit of Starlink. Not a lot. I yeah. really want to sink my teeth into it this week. Yeah. I, I played a lot more of it this week. I, I, I will say, people who are saying the game is like repetitive and like you know that you you see a lot of the content of the game early on i don't think they're wrong i think you know it just kind of it gets to a point like halfway through the game is like you've seen most of what the game has to offer but it scales 
And I will say in the first half of the game, a lot of cool things happen. So like right now, I'm at the point of the game where I, I can get think access four of the seven planets. Or it's like it's told me to go to four of the seven planets. You can access them whenever you want. But now there's like a gauge on each planet that shows the Starlink like, the percentage of the plant that's controlled by Starlink and the percentage of the plant that's controlled by the Forgotten Legion. And this is when, like, the game starts being like, hey, if you leave that Prime on that planet and don't do anything for a while, sooner or later it's going to start taking over that planet. And it's like, now I can, like, you know how you can find observatories and find bases? I can now build them on top of um, impives that get destroyed. Or if a, you know, a, one of these locations themselves gets destroyed, I can go there and build a new one up. And that makes it feel a little bit more like the worlds are active and there's, like, more stuff to do. But, like, now I'm at that point where I have that and, you know, I have a lot of mods that I can really start playing around with customizing my ships. I feel like the game has a fair amount to offer more than what I thought last week. I do think that, like, you're still in that location where, like, it's not my game of the year. It's fine. Everything about it's fine. And it's fun. And, like, I do like picking up my Switch on a train for 10 minutes and playing through and like yeah i accomplished like one thing you know i i beat i beat a prime or i you know did two mini quests or whatever that like the ones that you can like press up and like get them whenever you want and it's enjoyable i don't it's one of those things where like i i want to beat this game and i really enjoy this game and i want to play more of it but let's say, for example, you know, six months from now, Ubisoft announced that they put, like, wave two of ships and all these cool new ships that do all these cool new different <laughs> no, things. No, thanks. I would, like, probably, yeah, I'd probably be like, eh, I'm good. I don't need it. <laughs> it's like, unless you're putting Falco Lombardi and, like, I could buy that ship Yeah, physical, I would buy Falco if I could get Falco. Like, then otherwise, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I played for about 30 minutes one day. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I played for about an hour one day. Oh, yeah. And I was in uh, orbit of a planet, and I went down to a planet, and I destroyed this um like drill thing which is these mini bosses all oh around. yeah the extractor the extractors and i destroyed it and then i had to find this giant enemy called a prime and destroy it i destroyed it and then i flew out to do something else on the planet and just being an idiot i got myself killed and i'm like shoot and then when you die in starlink it gives you the option of going oh if you scan another ship you can come back right here and i'm like that's kind of cheating isn't it so i didn't like to do that so i said no and so then I went back to the checkpoint that I made an hour ago because that was the last time I was in planet orbit. So I lost an hour of progress. And then I realized, wait a minute, Ubisoft has the means of making a checkpoint after any of those massive things that I did. But instead they chose to do it in planet orbit because I had to scan a ship because they want people to buy the extra ships. Yes. And I got frustrated because A, I lost all my progress and B... Ubisoft's, like, conniving nature came out again. So I was like, all right, screw you, game, and I put the game down for the Wii. Yeah, there are other ways to save other than going in and out of horror, but I think if you upgrade an outpost, it saves. Um, and I think if you do, like, if you complete, like, any kind of, like, mini quest, it saves. But, yeah, it's, like, it's not super clear when the game well, will autosave. the Prime was a story mission. Yeah, well, no, no, not story mission. Story missions don't save. <laughs> of course not. But then the, we the weird part then was today I turned the game on again. Yeah. And I went down into the planet orbit, and I was like, all right, I gotta go kill that Prime again. And I went down there, and this time when I went down, the ex the extractor was gone. So the extractor was gone? No, the first time I did it, the extractor was still there. And then when I found out the extractor was still there, I turned the game off frustrated. And then today I did it, but the extractor was gone. So Ubisoft's, like, pitying you. No, I think the game just glitched out somehow. All right, all right. I, I was like, <laughs> what... 
and I, I was like, whatever. So now I'm like mid extract or mid prime boss again. Nice. Yeah, the, I, I'm really enjoying the experience overall. It's fine. But yeah, it's not. It's not great. But it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's like if it's you're not... choosing between this and Smash Bros, go with Smash Bros. Yeah. And I think for what this game style is, you don't have too many options, especially on Switch. Right. So I think this is a good choice. But again, like, we're, we are two people who buy all the games that we want. Yeah. If you are not someone who has that kind of position, if you can't just go out and be like, oh, I want this game, don't get this game. Yeah. I, I it, Unless you really want it. Yeah, if it's a game that you think you could really, like, you know, there... Because I don't want to say there's not a lot of content. There's there's a there's a massive amount right. of content. And I, I say that because Mike and I love video games. We play every video game that we possibly can. Yeah. But if you're not that into video games, then this probably there's other ways you can spend your gaming time. Yeah. It's like if you're looking for a game, it's like if this looks like this is the coolest game and you can't buy a lot of games every year or whatever, and you're like, I like this game because it looks like it's gonna have a lot of content for me to play through. I'd agree with that. But if you're someone who's like, listen, I want to buy a couple games and play all of them, but like, you know, spend a reasonable amount of time in each of them, I don't think I'd play this game. Because I feel like there's two ways to look at this game. I'm going to blast through the storyline, you know, play some stuff, play it for like, you know, 10 to 15 hours and I'll be done. Or I'm going to 100% this game and I'm going to spend like 35 hours playing it. And both are fine. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like the middle ground is where people will get like disappointed. Yeah. If you love this game, there will be plenty of content for you. If you're not great about this game, it'll take you long enough to get through that I think you won't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so too. I think if you if you're not if you're not sold on the game already, the game is not going to sell you on the game. Yeah. Hmm, what does that remind me of? Sushi Striker? No, that's not a real game. Stop. <laughs> no, we said that earlier. There's no there's no sushi related games that came out on the Switch this year. Uh, the only other thing we both played, I mean, we both played a lot of Dragalia, um, or I played a lot of Dragalia. You I played not. some Dragalia. Um, I'm still really enjoying it. The one thing I will say about this is I know this is like a mobile game and like, it's not the greatest game ever, but it makes me think once I do start Monster Hunter, I am never going to want to stop because oh, it's sure. like, it's like the same game. This game is fairly similar. Beat the boss 16 Except times like... to get the armor to go fight the next boss. What are you doing to kill that boss? Well, then I fight that boss 16 times to get the new armor to fight the next boss. I just, I don't understand. I just, I don't know what it like, is, man. And I mean, like, I don't at, know least, what it is. at least uh, Monster Hunter, like, has, like, a structure to it other than an endless cycle. But that's all Dragalia Lost is. It is. And that's, like, kind of why I'm, I worry about the longevity of me playing it. But I am just, I don't know, I just find it so captivating. There's I, so many menus and so many numbers and so much upgrading. I think it's like I think it's fun. I think it's a good way to play Pass mobile games. But if if you don't sit on a subway for two hours a day, I don't sit on a subway two hours a day. I sit on a train. But yeah, if you don't sit in transit for two hours a day, I don't see the thrill of this game. And, and that's I I do not disagree with anything <laughs> you just said. It's fun when you have like five to ten minutes to sit down with somebody, or if you're like sitting on a train for a reasonable amount of time, because that's what me and Luke will do. I mean, even last night, you know, we were, you guys were playing the My Hero Academia game, and whenever you know you guys were playing it and we weren't doing that, I was like, "Hey, you want to do a quick, you know, Great Worm battle? Yeah, sure, let's do it." And we do Great Worm battle. It's I don't know what it is, man. I don't know why I'm so interested in this game, but I but I'm enjoying my time with it. I remember uh, the first time that it was revealed at the direct. The, the director Dragalia Lost, Mike was like, nah, we don't have to cover that, whatever. Yeah. Mike did not care at all. I did not. Cares. I don't know why, though. Uh, the only other thing, Matt, 
For the first time, did, did you just play? Did you play Mario Two v Two for the first time uh, last night? Why are you asking me? You were there. I know. I wasn't sure if it was your first time doing it. Oh yeah, it was my first time doing it. Um, just, I know we talked a lot about so, Mario Party, um, but you want to talk about this? For we just played like a hot the co-op side? version of Mario Party, which was an interesting, more strategic way of playing Mario Party. I think. Yeah. Um, you're. It's the same boards we've talked about before. Same boards. Roll two dice. You and your partner. Add them together. That's how many you move, trying to get as many stars as possible. Yeah. So you've played Star Rush a lot more than I have. How do you think this compares to the Star Rush mode? Um, I think that I have, from that one entry, and I've I've yelled at you before, you can't talk about Star, uh, Star Rush from that one time <laughs> that you played the game. So I'm going to say from the one time that I played this, I still like Star Rush more than that co-op mode. Interesting. But I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, uh, Star Rush mode does not take as long as that co-op mode that we played the other day. We played a 15-round mode of co-op for um, for Super Mario Party, and I think it was too long. I, I think 15 is perfect for a regular game of Mario Party. I think 10 I is the way to go on those. 10 for co-op is probably much better. Yeah. Because for 15, I was like, all right, this can end. Yeah. But I think that... Although the last... One of the last turns of the game, you bought four stars in a turn. But so did you. Yes, but you single-handedly <laughs> bought four stars in a turn. True. No help from your partner. Me and Sarah both bought two. <laughs> you bought four. So, and I, and then there there was that. The fact that it went on too long. The other fact is that we repeated, like, two or three games. That was weird. Which, yeah, I was like, all right, come on. We didn't get... There's, like, a way that commonly you'll get four-player games, and you're against everybody, but, you know, whichever team wins, you both win. Right. Uh, but we didn't get any of those. We only got 2v2 games, which was odd. Um, and then, uh, so, one thing I will say is that I think that you you have a real problem with this when it comes to Star Rush, is that if you have all the allies, you get to go across the board in a turn. Was your biggest problem, well, one of your biggest problems with Star Rush, and I think that that could be a problem in this game, but it's minimized because there's a lot of one-way roads. A lot of one-way roads well, and a lot of... A lot of, of one-way roads and the map is a lot smaller. Yes. And there's a lot a lot of things that you're like, I really need to go to that space this turn. So instead of like, oh, I can go all the way across, it's how can I maneuver it so I can make sure I land in the space next to the one I'm on right now? Yes. And I liked that because you know what? Like, you know, Matt Matt did lose, but I mean, first off, it was a close game. It was what, like 11, it was like 12 to 14 stars at the end? Yeah, something like that. It was like a huge amount of stars for a 15 turn game. And me and Sarah collectively had two friends, one of which was Mario, who Matt had left behind because he had so many friends that he couldn't hold them all anymore. I had a lot of friends. And and your partner, Lila, had two friends herself. Yes. And I had zero friends. <laughs> I got, Donkey Kong had no friends that game. But it was like, you know what? You were moving around the board and doing some really cool stuff. But even though you were moving all around the board and I was moving like six spaces a turn, I still felt like we were like equal. There were there were things that happened where we were like just because I had so many friends, I couldn't catch up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, that can happen in Star Rush. Like I've I've seen that happen many I'm times. I'm sure it has. In Star I'm Rush. sure it can. I just it never happened to me, and I get right. better. Exactly. <laughs> so from I, I've only played it once, but from the one that I've played, I think Star Rush is still better than that co-op game. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll have to try it again. Yes. <laughs> Which one? Uh, mm, <laughs> fine. Okay. Uh, so quick, quick indie spotlight. So I only have two things. Do you have anything you want to talk about? I have first? like one. Okay. Thing, why don't you talk cause... about it? All right. So um, this was promised a long time ago, a very long time ago, and Ukulele is finally getting its 16-bit mode. 
Is it 16? I thought it was 64. 64. I can't read. <laughs> so it's like Banjo-Kazooie mode? Yeah, it's going to make it look like Banjo-Kazooie. And I saw a little bit of gameplay of it. It looks really cute. Like, it's Is like, it going to make you play uh, ukulele, though? What? Is it no, gonna... I mean, it's not going to make you play ukulele. Okay. It's free. If you have ukulele already, it's free. Oh, okay. So if you're into this kind of thing, that's cool. Go download it and look at it. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know who this is going to convince to replay the whole game. Yeah, but, and the game, what, the game's almost, is it over a year old at this point? It came out last March, didn't it? Really only last March? No, I'm, I mean like two Marches ago. Two Marches Man, ago. Man, I, okay. I can't remember. It, it, it's like one of those games where I can't really pinpoint where it, when it came out anymore. Yeah, I can't. I think it came out on like Xbox and PlayStation before Switch, right? Yeah. It came out before the Switch came out. Yes, it did. It? No? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, the fact well. is, that the game's been out for a long enough time where it's like, maybe this will be the reason Someone's you pick it Someone's listening up. to this and like, are you Stupid. You're like, come on, man! It came, <laughs> obviously came out this date. The, the biggest ukulele fan. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I'm surprised it took this long, but like, I'm sure it's also quite the undertaking. So I'm happy it yeah, finally exactly. came out. Exactly. Because I remember when the game came out, people were like, "Oh, it's coming soon." Well, it's they coming soon. like from what I looked at, they did clearly put a lot of effort in it. Yeah. Which is so weird that we we have come to the point in the video game industry where people are working really hard to make the game look and run worse. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> make this game look like a game from the 90s. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, a couple other quick indie uh, indie things. Um, one, there was an indie sighting on the UK eShop. Uh, it just popped up. I don't know if we have a date yet, but Rogue Legacy is on the coming soon for Nintendo eShop UK. Which is UK. an incredible game. Yeah. I have put, I don't know how many hours into this game. I have never played Rogue Legacy, but I've heard from my my brother, who's like the resident roguelike game person in my life. He's the one who has like 600 hours in The Binding of Isaac. He's like, this game is so much fun. It's like, in my opinion, of, of, of all the roguelike games that I've played, if someone came to me and said, I've never played a roguelike game, where should I start? This is the game that I would show them. That's really cool. I'm excited. I don't know when it's coming out, but let's keep our eyes open for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, another indie announcement, though, is that uh, Trine 4 is coming out, which I'm kind of excited about because, I don't know, I mean, it's a new game coming to the Switch. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I've, it's been so long since I played a Trine I game. saw a screenshot and it looked really pretty. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so a, I'm like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Maybe you'll get it. I, as you can see, we're really heavy on news here this week, so I figured yeah. I'd just let you know. Trine 4. Woo! So there you go. Yeah. So let's talk about some major news and updates. And All kind of right, things. let's do it. I'm excited for the main news this week. All right, why don't you tell us what you got? Mainly because there's a, a whole spillage of Pokemon Go news. Yeah, well, why don't you start with Pokemon a Go whole news? Spillage. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is uh, November Community Day is Cyndaquil. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't remember the date. I don't either. Late November. I think it's sometime late November. It's Cyndaquil, which we had expected, and then there will be another Pokemon, and then the one after that will be Totodile. So, yes. um, December Totodile. Woo! No. January Totodile. Woo! Woo! I love Totodile. It's gonna be so cold. I ad- I adore Totodile. Um, but yeah, that's probably the, the, like, the smallest news of Pokemon Go that came out this week. Yeah. Um, also in Pokemon Go news is we got the next raid boss for the Halloween event, among many other things to this Halloween event. Giratina is now in raids, which you probably already know. Yeah. Hopefully you can get your Spiritombs as well. Yeah, hopefully you can get Spiritombs. Spiritomb is now in special research, which I... I love this. Yeah, they I like that. A, a mini, a mini um, special research quest, which is like three instead of the eight pages for the mythicals. Spiritomb has one that is three pages, and I believe you get him on the second page. Yes. So probably. it's like that's the way Celebi went. Yeah, it's it look it's cool, and I like this concept. We also got um, the the November uh, 
seven-day quest uh, bonus, which is going to be Shedinja. Right. Which makes me really excited. I just can't wait to see how he works. Yeah. I feel like they'll probably do Wonder Guard, honestly, because it's like, at this point in the game, it's like if someone puts it in a gym, you can see it. Well, yeah, but there's no abilities in the game yet. Like, the po- like abilities are not programmed into Pokemon Go yet. True. I don't know how they're going to do it then. So, but like, everybody is expecting abilities to come in some way, shape, or form when the battling rework comes. Yeah. And the fact that Shedinja is now in the research is making me think that hopefully we don't have to wait too much longer for that battle rework in PvP. Yeah. That'll be cool. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And then, of course, for more Halloween-y Pokemon Go stuff, um, Balloon Boy... Drifloon? Drifloon was put into the game, and uh, the Stunky. worst Pokemon out of all 802 of them, Skunky, no, is in the no, game. No, 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 That is definitely Perugly. I hate this Perugly Pokemon. is That's the... what Rob said also. He thinks Perugly's... No, because it's like, you know, Stunky and and Perugly's first form, which is Sun- Glameow? Glameow. They were like the Team Ro- the team Galaxy's coughing and Ekans, right? Like, they were the Pokemon that they, everybody had. But, like, Skunk Tank at least turns into, like, something, like interesting looking and his typing is kind of cool dark poison I don't i don't but like Perugly it. I is horrifying gross. it's like a wide weird tank thing that happens to have a cat's head on top i think <laughs> i think the skunk pokemon looks so gross i mean it's 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 a skunk pokemon i don't think it's supposed to look pretty yeah but skunks are cute i mean let's think about all the cool cat pokemon we have and then look at Perugly. I'm, i mean i'm not saying Perugly's much higher on the list. Like, look at Glameow. I love Glameow. That's a cool cat design. But I think, then it turns I just into this think that skunk monster. line is stupid. I just, I mean, I don't know how else they would do a skunk Pokemon. I don't, I don't either, but I don't like it. I like him. Um, but yeah, so, um, you can so get Shiny Drifloon. Yeah. Woo! Which is cool. Um, and this coming Saturday is Gengar Raid Day. It's pretty big because it's A, Shiny Gengar, and B, he's going to have the moveset Lick and Psychic when you catch him. Lick is incredible. It's the new best fast attack for Gengar, who, before Giratina, was the best uh, ghost type attacker in the game. And this is better than Shadow Claw Gengar. Okay. But you have to TM away the Psychic, because Psychic's not good. Okay. You want you want um, Lick Shadow Ball for Gengar. That's the, the new best moveset for Gengar. For Gengar. I'm also, like, think it's really funny, because they said you have a chance of getting Shiny Gengar, and it's just like, if you don't know what Shiny Gengar looks like, just Google it right now. It's slightly blue. It's no, it's slightly darker purple. Oh, it's blue, isn't it? No, Ghastly has blue fog around him. Yeah. Haunter has blue ha- claws. Like the glow around his claws are, is like a deep blue instead of a red. And Gengar is slightly darker Gengar. <laughs> it's like such a waste. Like at least they could have like shiny Ghastly. You could like at least hold on to it and be like, wow, that's a really cool Ghastly. It's like so lame. No, I yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Haunter's not much better. Yeah, but his mouth is blue. His okay, great. But it's better than. Look at Ghastly. Ghastly's awesome. Ghastly's Ghastly shiny form is really. He's cool. purple with blue fog, like bright purple. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's cool. But let's talk about the real exciting thing that happened with Pokemon Go recently. You can walk your eggs with your phone off. Oh, that's not what I was gonna say. But yes, you can also do that. I was oh, gonna talk about gonna the say? new Pokemon. Oh. Listen, all right. I've been waiting for this for two years. You, um, it now connects to Apple Health or whatever the Android equivalent is, so it will keep track of how much you walk when uh, Pokemon Go is in idle mode. So you can walk your eggs without having the game out and like Open. running, like, draining your battery on your screen, draining your battery. Yep. Your eggs will track kilometers still, and your Pokemon 
will, or your buddy Pokemon will get candy still. Yeah, which is awesome. It's I haven't cool. tested it out yet, but I'm I'm super. I'm excited. Super excited. I'm more excited for Melmetal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so so Meltan I'm, evolves. I'm just so thrilled that I don't have to keep my phone on wherever I go anymore. <laughs> That's true. So Meltan evolves. His first evolving mythical Pokemon. Melmetal, design wise, I'm like is fine i mean it's just like another uh, big man thing it's like i i feel well, like it's a bit of a zygarde cop here's you know what, what I mean? they were talking about um masuda was talking about how when they were coming up with the design for um meltan and meltan Mel Metal, is that for all intents and purposes they're gen 1 pokemon they wanted them to look like they fit into the world of gen 1 so oh. they wanted them to have very simplistic designs then i you know i can roll with that then and that exactly works. like that's what makes it okay to me because like, but that also made me think, if the Gen 1 Pokemon were to come out today, and, like, if Gen 1 was Gen 8, if that makes sense, people might look at Gen 1's Pokemon and go, wow, those are gross. Yeah, you know well, it's I mean? like, it depends on, everyone knows, like, the generation you start with is the generation that's the best, and the one that looks, like, the starkly most different than that is the worst, right? right? Like, I really like Gen 4, but I think Gen 5 is kind of gross. But that's just because of when it came out. And I am comparison. literally the opposite. Yeah, so Matt, like, he thinks Gen 1 looks like trash. And that's and Gen okay. Gen 5 is the best. Yeah, well, Gen 5, I think, is also, like, a huge design shift. And I think yeah. by Gen 6 and Gen 7, they, they like, perfected that design. That's why, I, that's why um, Gen 7 is probably, like, a close second, if not my favorite gen, because I think Gen 7 blends perfectly... This is so off-topic. Blends perfectly together that, like, simplistic design of the original Pokemon, plus, like, a new kind of creative twist to it. I agree with that. It, it does have a nice... It has a nice feel to it. But yeah, so Melmetal, it's like, he looks fine. He looks cute. Um, for, for competitive players, he does have a unique attack. Did you see this? Yeah, it's like it. It's like double hit, so it hits twice, but it's a steel-type attack, and it has a chance to flinch. So really, it has double flinch chance, because you have the flinch chance twice. Right. So that's kind of cool. We um we haven't seen what his ability is yet, though, have Yeah, we? well, I mean, he won't have an ability until Gen 8, because they don't have abilities in Pokemon oh, I Go. I totally forgot. They don't have a Pokemon abilities in Let's Go. Give him a special ability. I mean, I'm sure he'll have something. I mean, like, worst-case scenario, he'll have pressure, but, like, I could see him getting some cool abilities yeah i'm sure he'll get something. um but yeah i like him have you seen the there's a i haven't seen video but i saw a screenshot of someone uh having melmetal walk behind them in pokemon Let's yes Go. he's massive and it's terrifying like if i was like walking outside sunday morning to like water my plants and i saw a 10 year old kid walking around with a melmetal i'd be like oh my god i'm gonna die it's like somewhere between like <laughs> as terrified as i'd be if like you know you know when, like, if you've seen the videos, like, with Venusaur, like, hopping behind somebody, like, somewhere between Venusaur and Onyx levels of terrifying. Yeah, right? <laughs> somewhere in between. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. It's like, that's all our Pokemon news, but um, it's, like, actually, very exciting. Actually, I realize, this isn't, like, Pokemon news, but I realized something. What? That, um, kind of upset me. Is, what? um, Mew is locked behind the Pokemon Go Plus, right? Yes, it is. How do you get all of the trainer titles if you can't have a Mew? I would imagine maybe you don't have to fight Mew with a Mew. You might be able to fight it with a Mewtwo. Or it's just not in the game and you get something for getting all 150 and the 151st is something different. I I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's possible. I don't know. I just thought about it the other day. I don't I understand like, how a Master Trainer wow. is supposed to have a mythical Pokemon and the Pokemon there's specifically only one of Mewtwo. Right, exactly. And then I was also thinking... How is the Ditto fight gonna go? <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? That makes me think more and more that there's not um, 
a f- that, there that might just not be a fight. Well, they're not. It might not always be. You show me the Pokemon, and you have to fight with that Pokemon. Right. Maybe because like, I mean, for some of them, it might just be show me the Pokemon. Yeah. Where like I could easily see that with like Mewtwo. Show me the Pokemon, and then we'll have a battle. And I don't have a Mewtwo, but you have to use your Mewtwo or something right. like that. And for Mew, maybe it's like show me you completed the Pokedex, or show me a Mew, and yeah, then we'll have a cool. fight with Mew, and you could use whatever you want. Or something like that. I have to imagine. They're usually pretty good about, like, saying, hey, you did a right. good job, awesome, even if you don't have mythical Pokemon. That, it's just, like, a weird thing that I thought of the other day. But yeah. anyway, not important. I have another piece of news. Okay, I have a couple more, too. But, um, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures <laughs> is coming to the Switch in Europe in November and quarter one in North America boo. in 2019. Why boo? Have you seen this game? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, no. I think it's gonna look... I think it's gonna be awful. I think that um, this is one of those like last couple games from when the Switch was first coming out where people are like, yeah, we'll throw a game onto the Switch and see what happens before people saw how big the Switch became. And like when people weren't really trying on the Switch and now developers are trying. But this is a game from that first era that still hasn't come out that's still coming out. I'm just amazed because like they could literally release the 90s version of Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 and it would sell like gangbusters on this it system. It probably would. And yet... But that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to get my I, I my rollercoaster tycoon anger out. What happens with that game? Yeah. Uh, two other quick things. Um, one is uh, they're talking about the technology that Sega Ages is using, like to port old games onto the Switch, and they said that they are one step closer to bringing Dreamcast games to the Switch. Which I just want to bring that. Matt, we are one step closer to getting the unremastered version of Sonic Adventure on our Nintendo Switch. Can't wait. Remember, you said you wanted a remastered version of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, but imagine <laughs> they were both Dreamcast games. What if we got the unfixed <laughs> version of Sonic talking want... on my Switch? I love the Sonic Adventure games, but I get a feeling that if I played the original version of the Sonic Adventure games, I wouldn't love them as much. No, you just you just laugh at the fact that they're like, okay, I understand why Sega no longer makes consoles. <laughs> but it's I, it's just something funny, and I wanted to bring it up. Um, although bringing up Sonic, a little less fun news is Sonic Team Racing got delayed until All next the way May. To May. That's surprising. It was supposed to come out in November, wasn't it, it? It was supposed to come out like the first or second week of December. Because like when I saw it was getting delayed, I was like, oh, you know, they're pulling the same thing that you said with Kingdom Hearts. Like, Super Smash Brothers comes out that year, or that month. That's the month that everyone's going to be, everyone who's playing multiplayer, everyone who gets with their friends is going to be playing Super Smash Brothers and nothing else. They're not going to be playing Mario Kart. They're not going to be playing Mario Party. No, they're going to be playing Super Smash Brothers. And then I looked and I was like, May? May? But, I mean, I think that, that, train of thinking might still be okay because you know december oh smash bros let's move it back january, january kingdom oh hearts. kingdom hearts super mario bros let's move it back you get to march oh there's fire emblem yeah well we don't actually know that fire emblem's coming out in march true but i don't just, know why i just get the march it, feeling it, and then you've got animal crossing to worry about oh so god it's like what do we do you're running closer and closer to when you when you hit animal crossing sega, you're gonna like, hit a wall sega needs a 60 dollar Sonic hit on their hands. Like, they need a good Sonic game to sell well. Yeah. I didn't, that wasn't a dig at Sonic no, Mania. No, but it's Don't not a full-price game. No. Like, they haven't released a full-price game on the Switch. Because like Sonic Mania Sonic was $20. Game. Sonic Mania was $30. Sonic Forces was a modern Sonic game, but it was only $50 because they knew better. And, and <laughs> also, usually, those Sonic Racing games, I've heard are very good. The I've heard that, too. Sonic uh, Racing, I think, transformed. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people who play it say it was better than the Mario Kart that came out next to it. Oh, that was Mario Kart Wii, I think. Actually, it might have been Mario Kart 8. No. 
I don't remember. Was Mario Kart Seven, which is on the 3DS? I don't remember. I've heard that one people don't um, like. But um, yeah, no. So I've I've heard that um, people really like those games. So either a they really want it to sell well because it should be a very good game, or b the game is not looking as good as they want it to yet. So like we need all the time we can get for this game. Yeah, and I'm 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 optimistic. I'm very optimistic. I mean, you know how I am about racing. I games. hope this game goes well. I because like say I mean Sonic is just on his last legs at this point. Yeah, it's like and like it, the worst part was is like you know everyone's like okay Sonic is bad Sonic is bad and Sonic Mania came out and the people who. A large amount of people were like, Sonic used to be good and now is awful. A lot of it pandered a lot to that crowd. And so people like me are like, oh my gosh, a good Sonic game again. We just can't let Sonic team make it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's weird and it puts us in a in wonky spot, but I want Sonic to do well. It's Sonic. Right. You know, it's it's Sonic. Can't <laughs> go fast. I mean, he will always be infamed in Smash Bros. Yes, he isn't he isn't Smash Bros. <laughs> Well, um, the last piece of news... I think this is my last piece of news. Do you have anything else? No. Uh, last piece of news, really quick one, is that Don't Nod's Vampire, with a Y, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Um, it's just... It's um, a Western RPG that's got a very good story, apparently. The gameplay is fairly generic RPG gameplay. Um, no big details on it right now, but stuff will come. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, our main discussion this week is a weird one, and I want to kind of... Approach it by, like, giving our fans kind of, like, the Sparknotes version of what happened and why this is talking. We'll both give our opinions on whether yes. or not it's real. And then I want to just say, if it's real, what are our snubs? What are we like? What do we not like about it? Okay? Does that yeah, seem so fair? you want to just... I'll give you some, some data. through it. So here's some data dump. Real fast. A few days ago, there was a French guy who works at this, um, this advertising marketing firm in France, and he posted a video, and the tagline on the top was Flip Nintendo in French. Please bleep that out. Um, <laughs> in French. And he's, like, panning over a bunch of materials, and one of which is the banner that we saw. You know, the banner that has all the characters in it. And someone screenshotted it, and now he's taken it down. But if you look at this banner that we have a blurry screenshot of, there are seven characters on it that we do not yet have officially released. Those characters are the Chorus Kids from uh, Rhythm Heaven. Yep. Gino from Mario uh, Legend RPG. of Seven Stars. We have... Uh, what's the bike guy? Mach Rider. Ma Mach Rider from Mach Rider. the game Mach Rider. He's a guy on a motorcycle. Kind of cool, I guess. Or, or maybe he might be a sight biker. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie from the name game of the same name. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, obviously, from Sonic the Hedgehog. Isaac from the Golden Sun series. And then there is one other character whose name is suddenly escaping me. It's Ken? A, yes, Ken. I was like, it's another Echo Ken Fighter. Ken from Street Fighter. Ken from Street Fighter. And those are the seven characters that appear on this that we haven't seen yet. Long story short, there's a bunch of reasons for and against why this might be real. Some people are like, oh, the, the reason they're calling them the Grinch leaks is in the background. There's a picture of Grinch art that at the time we didn't know if anyone had ever seen before. So it's like, oh, does this company have those assets that we haven't seen yet? So maybe this is real. And then there's also like... The people who, you know, the people who made this um, video, their firm has been linked to Capcom in the past and has been linked to Nintendo in the past. And they just had a video of, like, their office tour, which has now suddenly been taken down this morning. But there's still a lot of reasons that this might not be the case, right? There, there are a lot of reasons why. Um, do you want to just go into it now? Yeah, so it's like, I mean, one of the big ones, like, I mean, it's a really blurry image. And, like, listen, we've had pretty, pretty in-depth leaks that weren't real before 
the, you know? <laughs> the video, because it was a Snapchat video that someone sent to their friends. And they sc- someone screenshotted the video. <laughs> right. And the screenshot of the video is very low res. So, first of all, you're claiming that a friend sent you this video, and then you screenshotted the video, and it's a very poor resolution. It is very easy to replicate something like that, because you don't have to make all those little details. Yeah. Like, do you remember a while ago there was that Ken leak that came yeah. out? That, like, I think that one was totally legit. Because we haven't seen those characters... A, we haven't seen those characters in those poses. And B, Ken was so detailed and looked so good and fit in so well that it's hard to deny that it was real. Mm -hmm. But when you come to something low-res like this, hard to see, blurry, it's very easy to fake because you don't have to make those details. You need to make something that looks kind of like these characters. And then when you breeze past, you're like, yeah, now people will know that Exactly. There's another thing that I saw on Reddit people were talking about is how before in... um, in the banner, in the poster, Ness had his yo-yo, and it was shooting out at um at the at the person looking at it, and it was like popping out of the screen. But where um chorus kids are, they're now blocking the yo-yo. Okay. And it just like from a design perspective, it looks weird that the yo-yo is just like gone now. Like it's it's going into the foreground, but it's being blocked. Yeah. Like design wise, it doesn't really make any sense. And the chorus kids apparently like the 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 image that it looks like we have of them on the thing is basically clearly ripped from some promotional materials for the last rhythm heaven game and it's like they could just use the same you know the same you know image of them but like at the same time you look at all the other images they're they're also dynamic and yeah very original they they have a unique art style too yeah it's like a very unique someone like it almost looks like someone drew this with colored pencils yeah which I I mean I really like about the design. But the the banner is beautiful. I yeah, mean, we're both gonna buy one, right? Exactly. I, I I want the banner really bad, but um, so so there's, there's a lot that. of reasons. I mean, among others, like the big thing is it's like, as much as everyone kind of thinks that this is super legit, there's plenty of reasons to believe it's also not super legit. Right. There's also um there's pictures of the Grinch in the background, which is why people are calling it the Grinch leak. Yeah. Um, people are saying this is real because we haven't seen these pictures of the Grinch yet. For, um, like, the advertisement and stuff for it. But we have, they're just the international posters and international marketing materials for the Grinch. So they're not shown around the United States. Yeah. Which gives more credence to the, this is a French company, but gives less credence to the, this is real because. Right, exactly. It's just, there's a lot of weird information flying around right now. But we wanted to bring this to you because, obviously, I mean, this is what the internet's been talking about all week, right? Exactly. I mean, I said this to, I said this to Sarah, and she was like, geez, people get so crazy about Smash, I love it. She thinks it's so funny. It's like, everyone does I mean, I love it too. Like, I I watch, because every other day, there's a new Smash leak video, and they all say something different, and I love to watch them to see what what are people thinking. Yeah. I just, I think it's so much fun. I love leak season. The the other thing I wanted to bring up is there's a, this is a a leak by proxy, and I wanted to explain this to Matt, because I hadn't really explained this to you in person yet. So, when this leak went up, something that someone found that they posted, this was a link to, I forget which, I don't know if this was 4chan or some other website, um, where they were talking about leaks in Smash, and they were like, someone said, oh, these leaks are all BS. There are no new Pokemon. You want a leak? Here's a leak. Here are the new characters that haven't been released. It was these exact seven characters. And then it said, additionally, there will be no new Pokemon. These characters were cut. They said that um, Dixie Kong, the Monster Hunter, and Ray Zero One from Custom Robo were characters that ended up getting cut. And they also said there'll be three new three bosses that they can confirm are Crazy Hand and Spirit Hand, which I guess is either a new Master Hand version or because the game's called Spirits. Um, Taboo is returning, 
and Necrozma from Pokemon being the Gen 7 rep. So it's like one of these things where they, they added this because it's like this was posted in September. So it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. If this is true, this person might actually have something. And that's one of those things where like, you know, if you if you post on an anonymous message board about something like this in the middle of a bunch of people yelling about stuff and you give no backing for it, why would anyone think you're telling the truth? So it's like either a really good call, someone who made this leak also was involved in that, this is the leak that I'm going to tell you about, or someone knows something. Like, there's so many things that it could or couldn't be, but it's just like kind of funny because it's like, oh, I mean, whether or not this is real or whether or not that is real, there's some cool lining up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's cool. I was watching, um, you know, Nintendo Life? Yes. I, w- I saw their video on it, and they were saying that it's all, like, kind of too perfect. Like, everything, because, like, you look at it, and you look at the company, you look at the company, you find a LinkedIn profile, at least another LinkedIn profile that leads to Bandai Namco, and it, it's just, like, so, like, perfect. That it's almost immaculate. If it's... you look at it hard, you can find where it kind of falls apart. But, um... It's like someone, like, set it all up. Like exactly, exactly. That's what that's what Nintendo Life was proposing, which I thought was interesting. I couldn't find that stuff when I tried to look for it, mm-hmm. so I was like, interesting. Uh, but it's probably just because I suck at doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's another thing is that these are the characters that have been circulating around for a while, a long time. Yes. Like, these are the characters that everybody's been saying are going to make it into the game. Yeah, like, outside Minus of, Mock Rider. M- minus Mock Rider, and then it's, like, outside of, what, Minecraft Steve and Incineroar. Minecraft Steve's not coming to the game. I don't... I, I, if, if, if we had a real shock-out-of-nowhere character that wasn't Banjo-Kazooie, like, it could be him, but I really wouldn't think it'd be him. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, Minecraft is one of the most popular video games of all time. We can't deny that. But... It's, it does have a it does have a presence on Nintendo Switch, right. which I would believe, but I also don't. I don't know. I could see it being an assist trophy. That yeah, day. I could see it being an assist trophy. Um, I think that I think that there's another thing, which is that every game does have one of those random NES or random retro characters that are brought into the game. Like last time it was Duck Hunt. Prime before that it was Rob, and then before that it was Mr. Game and Watch. Exactly. I think that's going to happen again. But Mock Rider is so a obscure. Yeah, like, I would imagine the Excite Biker first, and B, see Wario. Yeah, it's like I know they can use it's like I know the motorcycle physics work, but like also thinking about like an entire character being on a motorcycle the whole time. Like if 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 Mock Rider is in this game, if you don't think I'm gonna become a Mock Rider main, oh you are wrong. <laughs> I you just, are like, so wrong. <laughs> I don't see how that would work to begin with, but that's that's. Not really part listen, of the Listen, we have a duck hunt in this game. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm just... I don't think it's real, personally. I don't know about you. It's one of these things where, like, I kind of hope it's real because all the characters that I wanted outside of Pokemon characters would be in this roster. Like, I really want... I mean, I think Shadow's a given at this point, and so is Ken. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other five new characters, like, Banjo-Kazooie, I'd flip my lid. And Gino, I really like. I don't... I'm not, like, one of those people who's like, Gino! But I do like Gino. I uh, I think that Skull Kid still has a really good chance of making it into the game. Yeah. Whether it's DLC or in the in the game. Or as a boss. Or as a boss. Although I really want to be playable. I like yeah. really want to be playable. It's just like we're in such a weird spot with the moon being an assist trophy. Exactly. Like I feel like the moon being an assist trophy means he's somewhere else in the game. Like I that is like the the knuckles thing all over again. Yeah. Now, that's I mean I mean I will say right now that if Shadow isn't in the game. I will eat a shoe. Hold on. What's today? 10, 28. Matt, eat shoe. Keep your eyes on this one, guys. 
Okay. Continue. Whoops. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like Shadow's definitely in the game. He's gotta be. Like Shadow, like Shadow's in the game, and that's why I think that it's gonna be the same principle with Skull, Skull Kid. Kid. The one thing that's like that worries me about this, it's like obviously, like a lot of people don't think it's real, and that's fine. People think it, it is real, and that's fine. When the next character is revealed for Smash, exactly. if they are yep. in that spot and in that position, it ruins everything. Then is then it is either if they are or if they're not. Yeah. Although it, I mean, you you got to think Nintendo's probably got a little bit of time before the next reveal. Like if they want it, like they've got at least. Five days. I think it's safe to say we're not going to get a Smash reveal in the next five days. Yeah. Um, I really hope you're wrong. <laughs> I really hope I'm wrong down too. Um, they have enough time to go back to the banner and go, can we mix up the position that Shadow's in in this banner to throw people off just a little bit longer? There's another belief for me that's like, when we got Isabel, we didn't get it. We, we have a new banner now with Isabel, but they didn't show it in the actual trailer. Yeah. And part of what I would believe is if they revealed a new character and it was one of these seven characters, it might be better not to put the banner up and just leave it for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, I mean, we, we talked about this the other day. Smash comes out in four yeah, weeks. that's the other thing. It's like, at this point in time, how much longer do you need to, to keep secret those last couple characters? Yeah, and seven's a lot. Like, I like, I would love if those seven characters were in this game, but seven characters along with the what? Well, two of them are Echoes. Yeah, but like, right now we have how many new characters? Nine? We have we have Inkling, Ridley, Daisy, uh, Echo. Are you kidding? No, ev- everyone? I'm everyone. Okay, those three. Di- um... Diddly, Ridley, <laughs> Diddly, 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 Daisy, Daisy Inkling, Ridley, Ridley. Ridley. K. Rule, the the Belmonts, Crom, and Dark Samus, Isabel. That's nine. So like, if we're already at nine, this game. <laughs> I, is... I just started like screwing up my counting. Anyway. He's counting on his fingers, but that's like nine. You mentioned sixteen new characters. I mean, I would. I would not hate 16 new characters but that that's more than even Sakurai any... don't expect any, any characters yeah he's like don't expect too many more characters listen if we have double digit characters this is more than I was expecting yeah same so it's just like one of those cool things where like no matter what we have we have four weeks we have four weeks well actually five weeks because it's 10 28 and it comes out December 7th right I but can't... no still like and now there's a new rumor that um there's gonna be a, a switch a, not switch a smash direct in the first week of November I'd believe it. I really hope we, it is. We need to have one before the game comes out. Yeah, it's like, like it's how much longer one. do we have? And, like, I don't think they want it, like, hey, here's a Smash Direct the week that Pokemon Let's Go comes out. Like, I don't think that's what we want. I think they want to be like, okay, listen, you're all ready. You're all hyped for Let's Go. I mean, we can't do it after, right? Because the Let's Go comes comes out November 17th, which is, like, 20 days beforehand. Yep. So we need to have this. And, like, the week after Let's Go is Thanksgiving for the U.S., so it's not like we're going to do it then. So it's just like, I, I think it's got to happen this week or next. And, oh God, it's going to be so exciting. It's it's almost here. The new Smash Brothers. We're very close. <sighs> I'm very excited. Highly anticipating. So exciting. But, um, yeah, you got anything else to say? That's on all this I got. Listen, I'll be bummed if we don't get, um, who would I really want? My, my, my pipe dream character is still Paper Mario, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't remember who I said my pipe dream character was. Rabbit Peach, I still... You said that in one episode, that's oh, always yeah. stuck I with still, me. I really want a rabbit in the game. I want Rabbit Peach. She'd be so... It'd be like the Koopalings, where like they could have one. They could just have, like, Rabbit Mario, and it'd be like Rabbit Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi were all where, one character. Where's the main character of uh, Starlink? <laughs> you mean Star Fox? He's already in the game. No, no. <laughs> Never mind. Um, 
Uh, I want I want another Legend of Zelda character. I want Waddle D. I feel like Bandana D would be a very easy um, a very easy DLC character. Though. I I still really want Shantae, but for some reason I just feel like it's not gonna happen anymore. Mm, yeah. Like I I had I had a, like a oh maybe before, but I, it's not. I don't know. Shovel Knight getting put to his trophy hurts. Yeah. It hurts real yeah. bad. <laughs> but Sora, on the other hand, no. <laughs> all right, Are you all set? I'm good. All right, Matt, do you have a fun fact for us? Um, I do. What is it? <laughs> oh, you want to know? You want to know what it is? Do you want me to go first so you can have time to think of your fun fact? No, I have it. I just didn't know that you want to know what it was. You want to know what it is? Yes. Okay, you go first. I'll give it a second. Okay, my fun fact is that if you find something you like, you know what? Just buy two. Because once you run out of one, you have a second one. For example, today I had to shave and I was like, oh, I'm out of shaving cream. And I went to my closet. Exact same shaving cream sitting in the closet. Like, here we go. Bam. Pop that down. Today, I also, I um, I got a tear in my work pants. So I said, oh, I'm going to go to the Gap and get the same pair of pants I have. And they had a sale. So I bought two pairs of the exact same pants in the exact same size and the exact same color. Because when the first pair of pants ruins, then I'll have the second pair. Yes, yes, Matt, you have a question? What happens when the second one runs out? Then you go and buy two more again. Yeah, but you're you're just prolonging the same problem. No, see so what happens is you say, okay, let's say for example in the in the uh, shaving cream situation, I went to the closet today. I was like, oh, I'm almost out of shaving cream. Now I went and I know this is the second one. So now next time I go shopping, I'll be like, oh, I just switched to my second can of shaving cream. I need to go out and buy two cans of shaving cream. But when you had the first one, didn't you know that? Oh, this is my last last can of shaving cream. No, I, well, I'm saying the one I just had was I I didn't worry because I knew there was another one in the closet. Right. So once you switch the second one. You then go out and buy two. So then when you finish that one, okay. you go and you get the All next right, one. I see now. Yeah, I see, it's, I see, it's just, I see. it's a really nice process. Cause like, I never worry about like, you know, do I have another thing of deodorant? Do I have another toothpaste? Like I have everything. I always have everything. Buy everything in total. What a nice little life hack. Hashtag yeah. life Hashtag, hacks. it's the Noah's Ark life hack. The Noah's Ark life hack. <laughs> Cause you always have two. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. All right, Matt, what's your fun fact? All I right. give you enough time. My fun fact that I have. I've had this whole time. Uh-huh. 100% had this entire time. If you say Baba is you, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Baba is not you. Um, no, no, no. Okay, my fun fact is I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I'm sorry. I'm not a fun person. Do you not have a... Just say you don't have one. I don't have one. There you go. Okay. That's our show. Please contact us at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com if you want to yell at Matt for never having a fun fact. Sorry. If you want to yell at him on Twitter, you can tweet at us at pinkgoldpeeps. That's all one word. You can also leave mean comments on our SoundCloud or iTunes by subscribing to us at pinkgoldpeeps on SoundCloud and pinkgoldpeeps feed on iTunes. Please subscribe. We love hearing you know that people like our show and like listening, even if we don't always give two fun facts like we decided when we started doing this show almost half a year ago. Wait, you wanted me to give a fun fact? I hate Jesus you. Christ, you wanted me to give a fun fact, just say so. This is episode all right, 26. Here's the fun fact, guys. If you have a bone that you think your dog that never calms down will enjoy, don't expect it to last longer than five f***ing minutes. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Poor baby. <laughs> why? Well, why poor baby? No, your dog. I gave her I gave her a, like, it's a, a solid foot long, like, little bone thing. Yeah. It was real thin, though. And I was like, all right, she will be calm enough for the next hour that all she'll do is eat this bone. She ate the whole thing in less than ten minutes. Yep. That's a baby dog. I was for like, you. how? How does that happen? Puppies.
Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's our show. Two I'm fun happy facts. To... Look at that. Yeah, two fun facts. This is actually this is episode 26. We've been doing this for half a year now. Great. That's <laughs> just weird. That is weird. Time goes too quickly. But that's our show. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, Rick Circa made our opening. He's really cool. He's Have cool. a good night, everybody. Hey, Mike, look at the time. No. No, do you see that? Do you, you know what it says? You're not wearing a watch. Do you see what it says? It does. You're not. Ciao! <laughs>